10 to 1, episode 123. Top 10 Pet Names. Welcome to 10 to 1, a podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Melissa Kozer. And after our wildly successful top 10 pets that we did with Micah Busey, Whoa. we are back to name, maybe not necessarily those pets that we, named, that we listed, but at least what we think would be a great name for a pet. That was almost three years ago. Oh my episode goodness. Episode 53. Yep. What on earth? 2017. So we're only doing five each. Yeah. We're doing fewer for some of these. Mm, change of pace, we'll call them. Change of pace episodes. More yeah. trivial episodes. Yeah. One might say. Well, I had... Some names that I felt were really solid, but I could only mm. come up with five. Mm. And so I didn't want to sully that that top five great uh, great five names with uh, a paltry, poor, lower five. And so that's why we're doing just my top five and your top five for a total of ten. Look at my math skills. Right. All right. Who's going first? Miria. Was there anything else you wanted to explain about this episode? Uh, was there anything you wanted to say? I mean, how did you make your list, or or how did you, like, you just sat down and started thinking about names for pets? We don't even... Yeah, pretty much. We don't even have any... I mean, we have a few fish, mostly unnamed. Well, I kind of uh, sort of thought, like, what's what are some fun-sounding animals, and then what could I... Do you, what kind of name could I, you know, cool and clever name could I derive for that animal mm. based on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, what type of animal it is? Okay. Well, I had a couple when you said you wanted to do this list. And then I looked online for some inspiration and came up with some real winners. So I know I'm going to enjoy this episode mostly because I have some Tillamook monster cookie ice cream. That I'm going to start eating as we record. Oh. So. Well, where's my ice cream? Well, I just dropped the spoon. <laughs> uh, your ice cream? I why, don't know. why are you Probably eating freezer, ice cream during the, during the podcast? I just feel like it's appropriate for this episode. I don't think I'm going to need Can't a lot take of this one too concentration seriously. for this okay. one. <laughs> um. Well, I guess I get to go first on this yeah, one. Yeah, why don't you go first? Because mine are real winners. So I know there's a lot of... Well, do I want that to be my number five? Hmm. I think I'll uh, I'll swap out my number five. I was going to have one in case you ever had a pet dingo. And I just thought um, naming... Dingo was his name Naming a dingo after uh, the most lauded of the Beatles. Uh, you could name it Dingo Star. I think that would have been a great one, but I'll bump that down to an honorable mention. And I guess my my pet name, uh, I'll say if uh, if you have a rooster, I would I'd recommend that you name your rooster Kickery Key. Why? Well, do you know what Kickery Key is? 
I know that it's from the bad NFL lip reading. Oh, I wasn't even thinking series. about that. Oh, what's kickery? Bad, bad NFL lip reading. What? Tell me about this. Uh it's a series on YouTube. Uh, that, bad lip reading. Uh-huh. Yeah, the bad lip reading for movies, especially their one for Twilight, is pretty great. But their NFL bad lip reading is just so random and kind of dumb that it sends you and your family into hysterical fits, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it is just not funny to me. Oh, that's interesting. I was thinking Kikori Key is how Spanish chickens, how Spanish roosters grow. They don't say cock-a-doodle-doo. Oh. They say Kikori Key. I'm no... You're right. I'm not fluent in Spanish. (laughs) Uh, So I've... You like to pull out that phrase, don't you? I can't actually claim that this is accurate, but I believe... uh, So this is not a reference to the NFL bad lip reading where where Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons appears to say, I say, kickery-key. It's actually just a straight Spanish reference. Huh. So that's my number five. Just in case you have a rooster, you can name him Kikariki. Uh, no, thank you. Okay. My rooster, we'll get to his name later, but uh, <laughs> that is kind of funny that we both thought of a rooster. Uh, so, no, my number five is a mongoose. It would be a most special mongoose, and I would name it My Lois because... Mongoose, well, mon is kind of the French word for mon, for mine. Okay. Um, and then goose, I looked up the word in French, and it's loi. So I just swapped the French and English uh, prefix and suffix there, and so it would be my loi. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was pretty proud of that. I'm really glad we're doing this and list. And I feel that I have enriched... The vocabulary of our listeners. French. Yes. So that's my number five. A mongoose named Malois. Hmm. Sounds like the inspiration for a story. Well, one bad thing about... Malois the mongoose. Right. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One bad thing about kicking Dingo Star off the list is uh, it kind of breaks my streak of all five being references to actual people. I do think you should but, have kept uh, the dingo one. Uh, although if I had a dingo, it would dingo would be its name. All absolutely. Mm. Well, that's great. Um, but I do think if you have a dog and you're a fan of U.S. history, you should name your dog Chester A. Arfer. That's so bad it comes back around to being kind of good. It's it's possible. <laughs> I don't I have anything else like to say. It. It would one. have to be a really woofy type of little dog. You know, you couldn't name a big, oh, you know, one of the, a Rottweiler that. It would have to be like a Basset Hound or something like that. Chester A. Arfer. I mean, I was really close to putting Dwight D. Eisenbauer. No. But uh, it was no. close. It's very close. But no, I don't Chester, want Chester A. Arfer. A. Arfer. That one's cute. But it's got to be a cutie, cutesy little dog. All right, my number four, my rooster. Uh, so if I had a rooster, I really don't like roosters, by the way. Mm-hmm. I hate them. Filthy, okay. vile birds. Uh, and they're always loud and waking you up at an ungodly hour. 
They bring out the most ungodly feelings in me. But if I ever did have a rooster, I would dress it in a smart little suit uh, with a waistcoat and maybe a good tie. And I'd name, name him Birdie Rooster. Well, that's not bad. Yeah? I was pretty proud of that one. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know you like it. <laughs> Give me some credit, sir. Well, My number four, Birdie Rooster. Might just be the ice cream talking, but not bad, kid. Not bad. But it, is it as good as my number three? If you had a hamster, you could name her Scarlet Joe Hamster. No, that is that is so bad. Oh, that is so bad, honey. That needs you need to be slept for that. Are there red hamsters? There are orange furred hamsters, horses, but not red. Red and cows. Well, she did have kind of red dogs, orangey red hair cats. in one of the Marvel movies. Is it doesn't flow naturally the way our fur does, you know? Our fur is so close. Not flowing. Well, Joe Hamster as opposed to Johansson. Like our fur is so close to actual Arthur. Uh, it all it just sounds as if somebody with a lisp said it, um, as opposed to there is no way you could have said Johansson wrong and come yep. out with Johamster. I think that makes it a little bit better. That's why no. I put this my number three. No, it does not. I think the best ones are the ones that are play on words, like Birdie Rooster. Scarlet Johamster is a play on words. It's a play on the words Johansson and hamster. Please don't explain this to me. Also, Please do not degrade my intelligence. What was the red hair thing about? That was Well, you were the one that brought it up. And I said that hamsters are usually kind of orangey, but not red. Well, the red was more reference to Scarlet. Her first name is Scarlet, and Scarlet is a shade of red. Thank you for more than a reference to her hair clarifying color. this. So um Scarlet Joe Hamster is my number three. And it sucks. My number two. My number three. Uh, along the same vein of clever names would be if I had an otter. And this was one of our, I, I think it was maybe your t- one of your top ten favorite pets. Maybe yep. mine too. Yeah. Um, I would give it a little... Uh, Bit of a buzz cut in the uh, up uh, on the forehead of its face. Uh, I don't the really forehead feel. Of its face. Yes, because the forehead is part of your face, and okay. I don't feel like I would need to uh, really trim otter fur all that much. But for this, for my pet otter, I would want to give it a distinctive mark, kind of a zigzag lightning mark on its forehead, no. and I'd name it Harry Otter. Now, isn't that great? And this is only my number three. Now, what if you... Which means it just gets better from here. Would you consider shaving the forehead of its back? Why? (laughs) 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 Just leave that one there. That doesn't even make sense. Well, you were saying the forehead of its face. Yes. The forehead on its face, I guess I should say. Or just the forehead, perhaps. 
Perhaps. So my- I'm tired, okay? I've been tired all day. And I'm not necessarily speaking coherently. So Harry but I'm Otter. making a big effort for our podcast. Yes, Harry Otter. Was your number three? My number three. Uh, and I'm thinking along the same lines for number two. But instead of an otter, a ferret, which is a much more common pet. And so a lot of our listeners will be able to use this as a pet name. And uh, this is a legitimately good name. And I think every ferret owner should name their ferret Ferret's Bueller. Okay. Now that one's pretty brilliant. And I kind of wish that I had thought of it. But that's very good. I applaud that one, sir. Thank you. Well done. It's almost as good as... Tillamook, farmer-owned, established 1909 in Oregon. Yeah, I thought that that one was just okay, but I think Ferret's Bueller mm. is quite good. Skim milk. Skim milk is the number two ingredient. Like I said. Tillamook. It's only so-so. You can taste Tillamook. the skim. Now, the number three ingredient is just regular milk. So. But still. That's interesting. They are diluting the recipe. They're trying to make their profits stretch farther. And it's, it's got rolled oats. Dishonest of them. Those are pretty good. So that's my number two. Ferret's Bueller. All right. My number two uh, would be a nice low key pet. It would be a plant. Uh, some people find that plants are a little bit easier to maintain than a. Than a pet? Than. Say an animal that you got to clean up its poop and uh, got to remember. I guess you kind of got to remember to feed the plant too, but there's no poop involved and so, unless you use manure to uh, fertilize it. Anyway, uh, but I thought a pothos climbing vine would be pretty nice. It looks very pretty. I can show you a picture. Maybe maybe we'll put a picture in the show notes. Um and it just looks very pretty trailing all around the house. And um, I would have the planner be some old worn boots. And higher up, I'd place an unlit cigarette on it. And I call it Sir Samuel Vines. Because it's a climbing vine. Hmm? And, uh, you know, he likes to wear old worn boots. Maybe I could put some cobbles underneath it underneath the boots for full effect so you made a list for top pet names mm-hmm. and your mind went to plants tell me there are tell me a little definitely more about people who think that plants are valid pets and I mean, there I are some am people not that one of them because I do things. not have a green thumb, and I have killed everything green that I've tried to grow. But there are people that think the earth I is flat. Would if I could keep something alive, I would, and I think it would be nice to have a pet plant, something that I could nourish and uh, see it flourish, nourish and flourish, and. Uh, I've heard things about how if you sing to a plant or talk to it, then it seems to thrive more. Somehow they're sentient. They seem to sense uh, when there's love being bestowed upon them, some would say. And so I think a plant is a valid pet. Not for me, though, because I'd kill it. 
against my will. Hmm. Well, it's interesting because my number one is is a uh, roll of paper towels <laughs> uh, that some people like to have as a pet. <laughs> some people think of as a pet. I'd rather have a roll of toilet paper at this present stage. <clears throat> so are you done with Just your number two? We're going for paper products. Yes, my number two. The pothos climbing vine would be Sir Samuel Vines. <laughs> I think I've stated my defense quite succinctly. And clearly. I think you put the suck in succinct. <laughs> is what I think. All right. <clears throat> My number one is for, I mean, it's for a specific geography, I would say. Here we go. I'm probably north of the Mason-Dixon line. Wouldn't necessarily recommend this name. But while we're in Mobile, we're surrounded by Alabamians. Alabamans. Yes, it's Alabamans. Alabama. It's so it's so wrong to say Alabamian. And so so informal. I feel like this name incorrect. could go over well amongst our, our current milieu people that uh, that we find ourselves amongst. And it's a cow name. Uh, lots of good people have <laughs> cow pets. Um, cow pets. <laughs> uh, the great comic strip Cow and Boy. Featured a boy and his pet cow. Um, uh, mm, yep, lots of good, lots of good pet cows um, here in the south. Sure. And I would certainly, certainly think a name for a cow, a uh, good name for a cow, um, solid historical name. Uh, uh, Out with it, man! A very kind of a formal name. Um, you know, you want you want to give your pets a full name. Uh, you'll notice all of mine have had first and last names. Uh, but this one even gets a middle name. Uh, I would recommend naming a cow John Milk's Booth. We recommend? Mm-hmm. I guess I do, actually. That's a pretty good name. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I kind of like that. Now, it'd have to be a boy cow, though. That's and, true. Which, in, in, in that case, it wouldn't be producing milk. Well... Uh, maybe, it's a little loosey goosey. Yeah. Uh, I would also. I mean, you could maybe neuter the cow. So yeah, that, that's known as a steer, I believe. Oh. And uh, I mean, you can always go Dominique Milkins. Okay. Which uh, is a reference to Dominique Wilkins, of course, the great basketball player for the Atlanta Hawks. But Dominique, I believe, is a, a gender neutral name. So if you're looking for a gender neutral cow name. I uh, can Dominic. I recommend Dominique Milkins? Okay. Uh, but my number one is John Milk's booth. So, what's yours? So, you're saying that since we're in the South amongst the Johnny Rebels, that it's okay to name a cow after the assassin who shot that Northern president. I'm not saying it's okay. They were fighting. I'm saying it's probably acceptable. And there's a difference? Yep. Uh huh. Would you explain it to me on mm. air? No. Uh-huh. All right. So my number one. Now bear with me, okay? This is going to need a little bit of explanation. And this is your best one. Oh, absolutely. Better yeah, than got... the plant. Better than... Oh, yeah. 
Okay. I think my loi was the only one that was a little bit, a little bit shaky. Okay. Uh, but everything else wow. has been on a firm foundation. That's the only one that was shaky. Okay. Birdie Rooster, Harry Otter, Sir Samuel Vines, and now the, the shining gonna... jewel, the the crown of glory on top. Here we go. Is it going to so, be a horse, Harry Trotter? No, no, that's dumb. All right, my number one would be a leprechaun. And you say, well, first of all, that is a mythical creature. A leprechaun is a pet. And hang on, hang on. Would you have a child as a pet? A leprechaun, your first uh, objection to it would be a leprechaun is a mythical creature. And I say, well, there's always a bit of truth to the legends. (laughs) Where do the, I mean... We can't have the legends around if if there somebody hasn't seen something. And then second of all, I don't think they're actually people. I think they just look like people, but they're animals with human seeming faces. Have you ever Googled uh, animals with human faces? It's pretty creepy how how human a bunch of animals actually looks. I think leprechauns uh, are just animals, little teeny animals that are hard to find. Um, and they just look kind of human and you, we've only caught, caught glimpses of them and that's why, uh, people, you know, don't really know what they look like. Uh, I mean, people thought that the manatee was a mermaid for a long time. So, you know, you can understand the, the, uh, confusion, but I believe that in the end history will prove me right as it has with the manatee. <laughs> And hey, here in Mobile, we are in the perfect location to discuss leprechauns. As you know, oh, that's true. Uh, we've all seen the leprechaun down here. Uh, so, animals with human-seeming faces, just like raccoons, look like robbers. And you've got the manatee, looks like a mermaid. All right, so, then, here's here's my the rest of my hypothesis. And I think it's very mm. scientifically sound. So they're always okay. found near rainbows, right? Well, I think that's because mm-hmm. rainbows are their food. And uh, gold is always found near them because that's their poop. You know, why else would we call it a pot of gold? And so anyway, if I captured, if I ever did manage to capture a leprechaun, I'd name it Bucky Barnes. And then I'd teach it to play tag with me. And then I'd always say... You're always after me, Bucky Barnes. I can't believe <laughs> you wanted to do an episode based on that list that you just presented to me. I can't believe that you thought it was worthwhile to record this into a podcast. So I've been feeling super exhausted all day today, but I feel that this moment has made up for the whole day. I mean, and I can lay my head down in peace tonight. I feel I've got the reaction that I wanted. It's pretty brilliant, though, isn't it? Huh? They poop out gold and they eat the rainbows. I don't get how that what that has to do with. I don't understand how that's necessary for your your. Oh, that wasn't necessary at all. I just wanted to. Uh, further my hypothesis that they are animals. And of course, they got to eat something. You know, I thought when I was going to name a cow after John Wilkes Booth, I thought that was going to be the most controversial. 
entry on the list, but then slavery got brought into it. Trying to enslave. No, I, I, I didn't talk at all about slavery. You were the sentient, one that brought it up. Oh, a sentient no, creature that not, you have as a pet. What? No, it's an animal. We have a name for that, and it is slavery. Hey, you capture one, and then we will see if it's sentient or not. I, I believe. I just don't believe it. I believe they're just animals. I can't believe that was your number one. My number one, Bucky Barnes the Leprechaun. You're always after me, Bucky Barnes. It's pretty swell Irish accent, wasn't it? I mean, you could have gone for an actual animal like a duck and named it Ducky Charms. No, that would have been more clever. No, that would have been that would have been kind of. Uh, uh, There's nothing to tie Bucky Barnes into leprechauns. Uh, plagiarizing. You didn't try to tie Bucky Barnes into leprechauns or the the comic book character into leprechauns, so there's no connection. So there's no clever connection. I'm not twist gonna there. plagiarize the cereal box uh, because that wouldn't just I'm not, not be gonna right. Plagiarize the cereal box. You can write that on my tombstone if you wish. I I I'm stand not gonna plagiarize the I... cereal box. I'm gonna plagiarize. The comic book. No. And not connect it to the cereal no, box. No, it's not plagiarizing. But it almost it's naming rhymes. it after someone who no doubt lived at some point. I, I'm not. Look, it doesn't have to be after the comic book character. I would, I would be willing to wager that at some point in history there has been a Bucky Barnes, and I am naming my leprechaun that I will someday own after that noble unsung hero who died without us knowing of his name like why is it fame. better than naming the leprechaun pucky parms because that's just stupid or stucky starms or yucky yarms you're just jealous you didn't think of it wow um i don't i don't know if we should do honorable mentions oh i didn't have any well that's okay we can do them then <laughs> oh, that's a relief all right some others that i considered for dogs Fyodor Dogstoyevsky, Bilbo Waggins, no, Pug McGraw, Slobbert Redford, no. You can name an elephant irrelevant. I might do that. You could name a panda pandemonium. Absolutely, I'd do that. You could name a hawk Hawkward. I'd name you Hawkward. You could name a louse Louse Kinski. We're not going to talk about lice. You could name a mockingbird. Tequila. I absolutely Tequila would. Mockingbird. Yes. You could name a turkey Turkey Jim. That just seems kind of wrong. Yeah, it's not a reference to anything. I just thought it seemed like a good name, Turkey Jim. No, I thought they have uh uh Oh my mind's a blank tonight. What are the the dehydrated beef uh jerky? Jerky? Yeah. What's... Slim Jims. Yeah, I didn't say slim Well gym. jerky is it rhymes with turkey, and that's why. But it's not <laughs> called Jerky Gems. <laughs> As I've said a couple times, I'm tired. If you had a buffalo, you could name it Buffaloni. No. If you had a jellyfish, you could name it Jellyface. All right. Well, these are not even honorable mentions. There's chicken, no honor in these names. Chicky Chick Jabba Jabba. If you had a red-footed booby, you could name it. <laughs> Red-footed booby. Reggie, Reggie, Redfoot. I would just call it red-footed booby. Yeah. Well, what if you had a red-footed booby and a blue-footed booby? 
<laughs> I guess you'd want to use their full name. So that there'd case. be no confusion. Yeah. Well, the only other thing I have to mention is I was looking at various websites, various pet names, and one suggestion that I saw was burrito for when your cat is a burrito. And I just wondered if anyone could explain that to me. When your cat is a burrito. Yes. Hmm. I'm guessing this only happens once because after that, the cat has been eaten. Yeah, so email us tto at coaster.us, our website, tto.coaster.us slash 123. Please let me know why you would name a cat Perito. Because and why I'm, you'd eat your cat in a burrito? It didn't say you would eat the burrito. It just said for when your cat is a burrito. Why would you put make your cat into a burrito? Well, that's why I'm I'm not sure if it's it might not be a burrito with a tortilla, a flour tortilla. There might be some other explanation. Maybe it's a burrito, but there's the shape of a cat face in the tortilla, just like the the face of Jesus was seen in uh, a sacred tortilla at some point. But wouldn't it have said for when your burrito is a cat? Anyway. I suppose so. I think the listeners are going to need to weigh on this one. Let us know if you have any if you have any good pet names, if you've named your pets anything that you're proud of, if you know of any names you're not proud of that you'd like to share. I'm sure there's going to be some some options better than some that they've heard tonight. I agree, and I'm really sorry, but I thought that you had a few really good ones, honey. Thank you. I did my best. Well, no, that's not true. Yeah, that is absolutely I did as much as I wanted. Yeah. I did as much work as I wanted for this list. I worked hard for my list. It's funny. It's ironic. (laughs) 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 <laughs> you wound me so so deeply to the bone uh, to the bone good so, way to end this one until next time I'm Melissa Kozer I'm Brian Kozer and you've been listening to 10 to 1so do you have any actual good pet names if you if you're I gonna thought get a those real pet were good. Oh. a name that you'd actually use if, uh, so I'd say a cat and a dog are the most likely pets that we'll have what's well, a what's a quick uh, off the uh, top of your head dog or, or cat name that you actually like I don't know I kind of use. I kind of usually base it off of like the animals looks and then personality mm-hmm. as well. Mm, okay. So if it's a really big fat animal, then it's gonna have something like tubby, okay, um, or whatever you know. Or if it's very fluffy or furry, uh, if it wags its tail a lot, if it's very slobbery. Um, so what are some pets that you've named? Okay, so growing up, we had uh, one dog that was given us in Puerto Rico, and. Uh, when he was given to us, he was called Droopy. Okay. And that was just a dumb name. Why would you well, give a dog that You've name? seen the cartoon, right? What cartoon? <laughs> Come on. There's a know. cartoon with a dog named Droopy. Oh, really?
Yeah. I will show you right after I'm this. I'm a missionary kid. I don't know these these things. Anyway, so that, well, we didn't I could like solve that, that mystery. Name. So uh, we decided dog. to name him after another famous dog, Snoopy. I'm so a, happy. Oh, I that's, do. That's droopy. Yeah. yeah, but this wasn't a basset hound, so there was nothing droopy about him. He was oh, okay. he was a mutt. Um and you know, very active and playful, and so we called him Snoopy because that was still kind of similar to Droopy, and that he would come when he was called. Uh, but it sounded a lot happier as opposed to Droopy. You know what? I'm happy. Yeah, I I am familiar with that. I okay, didn't know okay. his name, but I knew that. I know about. So I can picture it. That's a reason why someone would name a dog Droopy. Or we had a really a com- completely all white dog that we named Casper. Okay, Casper so. the friendly ghost. Yep. Okay. Okay. So things like that, kind of base it off of looks and personality. Gotcha. I uh, never had a dog growing up. Had cats. Jinxy, which is I think. Originally, well, I was named Jinxie after another cat, and then I think that cat was named after another cartoon cat. And we had, uh, after I moved out of the house, they had Sapphire and Misty. Seems like there's one other one, maybe. Not sure. Bunch of fish names. Probably some turtles named. I don't remember any any of their names. Uh, I don't have any cat names picked out, but... I, I think there's some some strong dog names like Gentile, eh? What's a cool cool dog name? Gotham, Jericho. Now Jericho, I can get behind. I don't Sleuth. know about uh, these. Some of these I think Pilgrim. would be better. Like now Pilgrim, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, but some of these I think would be better boat names, ship names. The Gentile, the Sleuth. Yeah. You know, out of okay, the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Well, Sleuth is for a boat also, Yes, of course. Could be more than one thing, though. I think of those, my favorite is probably Gotham or Gentile or Jericho. I think the Gotham would be better as a a boat or a city. I'm never going to name a boat. Something non-living. Yes, it it is the name of a city, but it could also be the name for a dog. Gotham needs you. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I do like Gentile, I guess, but nah. Jericho, though, that's kind of a cool one. I'd I'd name a dog Jericho. It'd have to be, it'd have to be a big burly dog, though, and I feel like no. maybe a big black Labrador or something. Um, let's see. We also had Pirate, and that was a little oh, yeah. cocker spaniel. See, that's a good dog and, uh, name. Yeah. So, I mean, we're we're pretty good at naming animals. I feel we, my family. Ah, 